Before we turn to the word, I would like to I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. And pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. All right, dude, you ready to dab on those haters? Let's do it. That's what the kids say. Uh, Welcome to episode Uh seven of a Revelations podcast. I'm Cole Deluski. Wow, lucky number seven. I'm Grant DeVoist, and I am just thrilled to be here today. This is episode seven. We're we're cranking through it. I mean, we're not cranking through it at all. We are only at Genesis twenty. We are really twenty nine dragging. 29. But you know what I think? We're giving the kind of we're giving the kind of breakdown that you can't get anywhere else. It is true. I think I don't know. I was talking to my dad, and he was an altar boy. One of the uh, one of the lucky ones. He got away. Um, but did he though? They a lot of times you bury those. Yeah, that could explain his mood swings and alcoholism. Um, but. It could. it could. Oh my god! I gotta call him. I mean, this is dark. I'm just gonna call him really... when Christmas comes out, and he's like, "Hey, how's it going?" How's it going? I'm like, "It's not your fault." Do you know the best? Way... It's not your no, fault. You know the best way to bring back. <laughs> you know the best way to bring back latent memories like uh, that? Just show him a bunch of like priests pulling their cock out, and then if he <laughs> triggers do, on what that, what I'll do is uh, when Christmas comes around, uh, I'll dress up as a priest, and when he wakes up, I'll just be standing over his bed. Like, ah, remember this? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's like you know how they, uh, tr- you know, in like all the crazy movies, how they trigger like deep sleeper agents yeah. by like showing them up. It's like a thousand frames per second of like crazy pictures of torture right, and right, right. things so blowing just up. Be nude priests. Yeah, <laughs> you need to make this video. I can make it yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, already yeah, bas- yeah. I already have the footage. Uh, I just Twitter. need to That'll condense it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Unlock the inner demon. Yeah. Yeah. Break the internet today. Um, but speaking of breaking the internet and unlocking the inner demon, do you feel like a preacher? Because I do now. Uh, I think so. Like this is our sur- our Sunday service. We are just yeah, this is our Sunday service. This is every Sunday morning we record this bullshit. Um, and release it on Sundays yeah, too. So lucky dogs. Um, so yeah, it's church. Yeah. Um. So here's something interesting. And I don't know. We're we're barely into it. We're not even through Genesis, but um, there's so much of the Bible. That uh, I feel like isn't really known to your average cultural Christian, you know? Oh, absolutely. And I feel like it's weird to actually get into it and actually know. Like, you know, growing up, people would... uh, It was kind of weird because I was not atheist growing up, but I certainly wasn't religious. And you uh-huh. would, every now and then, you get some fucking cunt who would like be like, oh, so you, you don't go to church, you don't go to church, you, you don't care about God, you don't care about your soul, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, can we, hey, go ahead. real quick, can we just throw the C word around? Like yeah, that? yeah, we definitely can. They were being straight up cunts. Like, I don't. And I feel like unless you're imitating an Australian person, it's not okay. I, I 100% think it's cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, as long as everyone realizes that I objected, no, that's all I'm worried to. about. So, uh. <laughs> so anyway, and they would be like, "Oh, you don't believe in the Bible, you don't believe in your soul." And I I'd be like, "I I can't think that you actually know what's going on in there either." Like 
neither of us know what's going on in the Bible. I'm just the one that's not going around basing my lifestyle on it. I can't understand how this is. And then, so Missy being one of those kind of people who, uh, not like judge me, but um, was Christian, even though never having really, I think, read the Bible in depth. Like she said she'd read it multiple times. And I'm starting to think it was like, well, she probably read it in a group where they were just like, oh, this is Genesis 28. They're telling you what to this think. This is what happened. You don't really need to get into yeah. it in depth. And, I, and even if you do read it, dude, your eyes kind of glaze over. If you're not reading the Bible like we are, which is to pull it apart, we're reading it not to reinforce beliefs, right? You know, we're reading to understand. it kind of to, yeah, to con- or to contrast against what we do know about the mm-hmm. Bible. And if you're not reading it like that, then you're missing a lot, like, I think. Melissa's sister is named Rebecca. And I, like, I'm reading about Rebecca. I'm like, Missy, do you, do you, know, do you why? know why your sister's <laughs> named Rebecca? Like, why would you name anyone? Why would you name anyone Rebecca? Be like, it's a name from the Bible. It's a fucking shithead from the Bible. I don't understand. <laughs> like, Rebecca's, wait, no, Rebecca's okay. Rebecca's the one that fucks over um, Esau. Esau. Her shit son. Yeah, she, her shit son. Isaac's wife, who fucks over one son to help out the other, who's already a shithead. Like, Jacob already stole What's, his brother's birthright. Like, I see both. I see this situation as being completely reasonable, and I think that that's what your parents should do with Barry. <laughs> yeah. That they should they should disinherit you. It's just not a Barry's an engineer. He's not a hero. Like it's just not a good one. You know, like I don't understand. Like you might as well just yeah. Why don't you name your kid? God Kane? told her to do I don't it. Understand. In her defense, she followed God to a T. Unlike Sarah, who was doubting Sarah. No, I don't want to get in this argument again. She didn't follow. God that's what to Trump a would call her. No, no, God didn't tell her to do shit. You know why? Because God doesn't talk to women. All right, that's very clear. Hmm. You know, not even the angel talks to Rebecca. He did. It's no, that's literally. Oh, that's right. She prayed for a twin, uh, kids, and he gave her twins. All right, I take it back. Yeah, no, but he also said the young one's going to be the big daddy. He said it. Well, then, if that's the case, then why does she have to intervene? I don't want to get into it. That was last chapter. I fucking hate. Sure, 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 sure. But hey, there we just did our recap. Basically, yeah. There's our recap. Rebecca's a skank. Um, Well, Hmm. not a skank. I like her. It's better than Sarah, which is my sister's middle name. Yeah. So, checkmate Sarah. I know a lot of Sarahs. Yeah, Sarah's a shithead, too. All these people are shit. Um, thus far. I mean, um, like, okay, so let's say you got to name a kid. Who's the only... Esau. 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 Esau's a fucking hairy, impetuous He's going to be a bow hunter. He's going to be a bow hunter. He's going to get out there in the woods. He's not going to give a shit about his birthright. Because Rogan why would you? Life's too short. <laughs> no. Joe Rogan. We, make, we talk about Joe Rogan too much in this. <laughs> Uh, no, but I think Esau is a badass name. Esau is a pretty bad It sounds cool. It's very masculine. I guess he's okay. Like, uh, so first of all, I did look it up. Abimelech is definitely a title, apparently. I don't get it. I guess these Zing. I looked it up. My bad. Uh, retcon that oh, shit. Really I'll go back and re-edit it. But um, Abimelech appears to be a title. <sighs> and I think, yeah, but, I think the other names that were around him were just other titles, like a commander title and a advisor title and stuff yeah, like that yeah, whatever who cares um i guess my point is is hmm. that you know i grew up not in the church not that i think it matters because i asked my dad he was an altar boy i was like have you ever read the bible and he's like no we had a priest who... well he's catholic yeah we had... catholics famously do not read he's the like bible. we had a priest who told us what to think i don't you know and he was he was pretty nonplussed about the whole thing i was like if that's how little you cared why did we get baptized he's like i don't know well here's here's some history for why it's that way do you know why there was the Protestant Reformation? Do you know why Martin Luther did all this stuff? I know everything. Is, yes, because he made is, the German, the Gutenberg Bible. Everyone knows that shit. 
well, he didn't make it. It was made before then, but he wanted the Bible to be accessible. And he was just pointing out, like, we have these priests reading the Latin Bible to us, but they're not reading it verbatim. They're telling us what to understand. They're picking and choosing to make the Catholic Church seem more palatable. And that's still the case as far as, I mean, obviously they have, like, English Bibles for right. Well, I think that could be said now. of any church. I don't think I don't think there's ever been a church. Oh, I've yeah. never sat I in agree. a sermon where the guy's like, all right, and then here's the time that um, Jacob shouted his brother it. and uh, fucked 18 women. You're like, oh, okay. Glad we... I mean, they don't hold back always. Sometimes it's... I don't know. I feel like... I, yeah. well, it's, I think point. it's also a, a very point. different format. Like, any, any sermon I've ever sat through, there was a theme, and then he was picking and choosing. So, like, the theme would be forgiveness. And then he yeah. would pick and choose from the Bible what he thought sort of There's made also, that I, so as someone with more Bible or sorry, church experience than you, there's definitely been times where like this pastor did like a couple of months long sermon series on one book mm. and would work through it. And like, I've never, well, I've never, I've, one, it was I've never more narr- I'm like one of those guys that just comes in an episode at a time. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. But I've definitely seen narrative Bible reading driven sermons as opposed to this is what I want to talk about here's where I pick some verses that support it mm. type thing okay you, you see both in church I've, I've only ever point. seen the one now I didn't really spend a lot yeah, of time in I believe it, it it wouldn't be hard to only see the one and I'm sure there's churches that definitely lean towards um, you know topic driven and honestly I know I've, I've seen less most of my color is probably just going to be like Hollywood Christianity, you know, it's like the pastor's like, oh, it's Easter Sunday, sure. I gotta get ready. They're like, Easter Sunday, that's the Super Bowl of Christ. And they're like, yeah, let's do it, let's get that one sermon. <laughs> and I'm like, I've never been to an Easter sermon. I obviously had better things to do with my time, but. Um, I, I've ever seen the movie Frailty? No. Frailty? With Matthew McConaughey and uh, yeah. who's the guy, who's the Bill Bill Paxton? You should watch it. That's my kind of church. Frailty. For all the listeners out there have seen it, Frailty. that's my kind of church. Is that the one where he, uh, he murders his wife? Uh, no, he kills. He's a serial killer that God tells him who to kill. Oh, damn! Spoiler alert! I'm gonna have to watch Frailty then. Um, oh yeah, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that the? Is that a major plot point or? Uh, no, that's from the opening. Okay. There's a lot more to uh, unearth so in that movie. It's worth seeing. It's but a great you movie. Like the, you I like love the church it. from Frailty. Okay, lock that down. Yeah, yeah. It's just one guy with his two sons, and he kills people and tells them God told him yeah. to. So it was a joke. I don't. I don't do that. <laughs> I'm winking at the I'm microphone. I'm going to come back and watch um, that movie. Be like, Crap. Yeah, yeah, watch it. Let's oh. talk about it next week. It's fun. It's a fun movie. So here's the thing. We're hopping off now. Do we want to talk about what we're doing this this yeah. week? We're recovering. Let's get into it. We're hopping into chapter 29, Genesis chapter 29. We finished 28 up last week, which ended basically with Jacob tricking his brother and having to run away. His mom sends him away. He tricked Esau. Esau's pissed, wants to kill him, right? Mm-hmm. Like like an impotent version of Cain can't pull it off, but wants to. And Jacob runs away. He's headed to his father's people in uh, Padan Aram, and that's where we're going to pick up. So you want to you want to kick us off into chapter twenty nine, there, Cole? Uh, so yeah. So when last we met, Jacob banished from his home. He's wandering the desert. God talks to him, say, "Hey, this is your place." He's like, "Well, I still got to keep going, right?" And like, yeah, give me a tenth of your money. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. He stops and money. sleeps. That's the, that's the last thing. Is like, and also give me a tenth of your money. I never understood that. He didn't tell him to. He did it on his own. And this stone, which I have set as a pillar, shall be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. 
Is that mean sacrifice? I know this was last episode, but I'm no. reading it now. I think, like, no, just things that he has. Yeah. Not human sacrifice. But, like, what do you mean? You're just going to build an altar and put, like, your pocket watch on it and be like, there you go, God. I gave you one tenth. That's a good question. I think that it means, well, now, obviously, church, it means devoting yeah. a tenth to the physical church. Then? That's a good but question. Maybe it is That's probably sacrifice. the Catholic you, Church just brainwashing people. Be like, what does it mean to give a tenth to God? Uh, to me. Give it to me. Uh, I'll, I'll yeah, hold it for Pope him. Pope God. I'll hold it for him, and then when I see him next, I'll, I'll pass it along. It's funny that you were talking about the Pope, and Kelly just sent me a picture of uh, the Pope holding up a Red Dead Redemption 2 disc, yeah. at, like it's the Holy Sacrament. Oh, nice. So uh, That'll be great. That's I'm fun. I'm glad we got that at the podcast. Yeah. People, people will it's know who fun, the fuck though. Kelly is. Well, now they, now they can place this podcast... Uh, chronologically, based on the release of Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption yeah, you're 2. Yeah, lucky I've even taken time off to record this shit. I know. For we gotta real, get we, we gotta get through this so I can go back. I gotta get fucking. <laughs> okay, okay. So, 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 where are we at? No, um. So yeah, he he's he stopped. He oiled the rock. Yeah, he, 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 he greased up a rock and was tenth. like, "That's for God," and also one tenth of everything I get, I'm gonna give to God too. And then the Catholic Church came and was like, uh, "You can give it to us instead if that's." Do you, do you think that he was just a really dirty guy and like his hair was so oily that the rock was oily and the people were like, ew, did you, is that from your head? And he's like, no, I, I put yeah, oil. Yeah, I, I, I bring <laughs> rock oil with me. This is KY jelly. Uh, pre- <laughs> it's just like, that's yeah, the same thing. Um, I mean, that's what hair so grease used I, to be. So as we recall, for. Jacob is, uh, this is, a, this is a, a similar theme. Uh, they're like, uh, a, a man comes of age and they're like, okay. You gotta go fuck your cousin, so go find your a cousin wife for him. He's like, all right, cool, yeah, that's all we got. Uh, and his story starts out a lot like his dad's servant story, right? Or Abraham's, his grandfather's servant story. Yeah. He comes to a well. Apparently, that's the only place for things to happen. The well was then. a happening place. That's damn straight. Uh, that's where the water mm-hmm. is, and let's face it, you gotta drink. It's true. All the all the sheep's, all the peeps. Uh, it's they gotta literally go. the uh, Medip- Mesopotamian. Um, Water cooler? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jacob's a fucking asshole. So check this out. He shows up. No, God, calm down. Can you, you're, you're loading the deck. No, no. So this is why I think so. Okay. All right. Let's take it back. So Jacob walks in. He's never been here before. He sees a giant well with a large stone covering the mouth of the well. And he sees three flocks of sheep and their shepherd just hanging around. Mm -hmm. And he goes, hey, hey, hey. Uh, where are you guys from? Like, I'm new here. And they're like, oh, we're from Haran. And he goes, do you know Laban, the son of Nahor? And they go, yeah, we know him. And they guys him. And he's like, yeah, how's he doing? And he's like, he's well. Like, who gives a shit? All this bullshit. And they go, and look, by the way, his daughter Rachel is coming over here. And then he goes, look, guys, it's high day. It's not time for the cattle to be gathered. Water the sheep and then go feed them. So he just walks in, asks, like, hey, uh, where's Laban? And uh, do you guys know anything about it? He's just asking them shit. He's not even really being polite about it. And they're like, yeah, he's over there. And he's like, well, he doesn't have and to like, And he's like, by the way, you guys are watering your sheep wrong. Fucking water your sheep. You know, like, you just going to come tell me how to do my job? Well, here's the thing. Let's say that you are the nephew okay. of the guy who runs all of the Hilton hotels. Okay. I'm the nephew of... Uh, uh... <laughs> Connor Hilton? I don't know his name. That, it doesn't yeah. matter. He's dead. The guy from maybe. You're the nephew of the guy that runs all of an imaginary I'm, I'm chain of hotels. I'm Ronald Hilton. Got it. Ronald Hilton. 
you go to a Hilton hotel and like all of the all of the wait staff at the restaurant in the lobby are like chilling out. On no, the no, 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 You're no, no, no. This isn't something. like that at all. This is like I've run the Hilton and then I go to a fucking Holiday Inn and I see a guy. And I'm like, no. hey, hey, you, you get up there. No, these are his people. He's like royalty. Jacob He's is like minor grade royalty. royalty. This is these aren't even his relatives. These are just random. Yeah, they are. In they're the city where his no, family is also from. They know Laban. They're his. They're his folks. They, there's no reference to that. They're related to Laban. It's just fucking mm, random dudes. I've, they just happen to. They, we're from Haran. There's no mention of it. They just say we know Laban. They didn't say like. I feel like he's a big deal. Can I? Can we say? Can we say Laban or Laban? Can we agree on let's one? Let's do I Laban, like Laban because it sounds like Labia. Yeah, that's Laban. why. Got it. Um. So yeah, they're not. They don't work for Laban. There's no reference to that. It's just three shepherds wandering, like out there watering their flock. Like they, and he just walks in, like they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Sure. Hey, you guys, uh, by the way, oh, it's right. high time. Why aren't you watering your sheep? Get to it. Prick. I like him. Okay, so uh, so they tell him right back. They're like, no, uh, until all the flocks are gathered together, we don't open the well. Like, Rachel's coming up. When we all get together, that's when we open the well, dickhead. You'd know that if you'd asked, but instead you just started barking orders like a dick. Okay, stop. Stop, stop, stop. You're loading. Again, you're loading Hold it. On. Here's what he says. Let's read verbatim. Hey, look, uh, the sun is still high. It is not time for the flocks to be gathered. Uh, water the sheep and then take them back to pasture, right? He's like, he's an experienced shepherd, right? He grew up in a pastoral community. Okay. So he's like, hey, what's the, what's the deal? And they're like, oh, I think that this was just used biblically, like as a literary device to introduce Rachel. No, I bet it's the same thing. I bet he's like Lot, where he just tells people how to live their fucking lives. I mean, know? there's no way to say, there's like, why would... Why would this be written down unless it was to introduce Rachel, which is exactly what happened. But they already did introduce her. Right. Like, by the way, that's Rachel. And he's like, oh, oh, that's Rachel. That's my cousin. Huh, hot, sexy ass. Uh, by no, the way, go right water after. your sheep. No, 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 no. They, they said, uh, oh, yeah, you're right. Shucks. Yeah. Well, okay, he's a little bit rude, but he's been walking all day, at least, maybe for days. All right, so, so then slack. as he's bossing these fucking people around... Uh, Rachel shows up and uh, let's see they like roll it over and then Jacob kisses Rachel and lifts up his voice and weeps and was like hey I'm your cousin and Rachel's like oh I gotta go tell my dad he's gonna be so pumped you know yeah that's basically it and uh, and it's again it's it's very much like Abraham's servant going to look for uh, a wife for Isaac yeah Rebecca Uh, this is, this is a very similar situation. Here's an interesting quote here. Uh, Genesis 29.10. And it came to pass when Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, that Jacob went and then near rolled the stone from the well's mouth and watered the flock of Laban, his mother's brother. Do we know what uh, Laban's relationship is um, to Jacob's mother? Absolutely. She is Jacob's mother's sister. What? Brother, he is, he, oh my Jesus! She is okay. She is Jake Rebecca's. Yeah, brother. I know that was the he fucking joke. Brother. They say it three times in a row. Like, oh, wait, did I just get a? Did I just get a, a fast one pulled I, on no, me? No, you got a very very slow one pulled on you. The slowest one uh, I've ever done. Even the whole better. Point. So Laban hears about Jacob. He's like, oh fuck, my nephew's here, and he runs out and they kiss and they're all kissing each other. They're just loving each other. They're sticking their tongues in each other's ears. And uh, 
Laban says, surely you are my bone and my flesh. And he stayed with him for a month. So Jacob is now living with Laban. And I'm going to probably interchange that pronunciation every time. That's good. That would keep people on yeah. their toes. Yeah, so he just gives her a kiss right out the gate. It's like he knew. Deep See, down that's what nuts. makes me think he's... Well, first of all, I already had Jacob pegged as like some kind of greasy neckbeard. We, we got the oily stone. We got him living with his mother and like staying in the tent, you know, and... Um, yeah. You know, just being a general, general kind of a creep. And then the second he sees a hot chick, he's like, oh, yeah, you're my cousin. Just, oh, I'm going to kiss you. I'm going to kiss you. You're like, don't ask for consent. He's that, where's my hug guy, you know, in the flesh. And then LeBon's like, oh, yeah, that guy that was, oh, yeah, let me kiss you back. Which I think is kind of an interesting tone is that Jacob goes in there, just starts macking on uh, Rachel. And then Laban is like, oh, that's how it's going to be? Well, watch me. Uh, turnover's fair play. And he just starts kissing on Jacob. And Jacob's like, oh, cool, I guess. All right. I guess that's how things are done. Here. And he just embraced him, it says. Oh, yeah, embraced and kissed him. Okay, no, it's just, this is a family. They're, like, this is like, you got to think. Back then, when there isn't email, there isn't Facebook, there's there's not even letters, I don't think. Right. Like, there's just, you show up or you don't. For To see someone from, to see that, like, the line, another line of your family is doing well and alive and, like, here's this, here's my nephew, who I've only, didn't even maybe know existed, right? right? That's kind of exciting. Yeah, I guess. I mean, because all you're probably, doing is I guess looking it at be rocks all day. You'd want to go and kiss that guy. Yeah, well, you're just you're just sitting out looking at goats, maybe. You're not doing <laughs> yeah. shit all day, every day. And then it's like, whoa, this is like my very close relative. Holy cow! I didn't and know I you guess were it lot, is implied that Levon is a pretty dutiful brother. I mean, he doesn't, you know. As yeah, he's the, the real time, deal, bro. Yeah. All right, okay. I don't think Levon's a real deal. I mean, I, 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 I've been burned too many times by this Bible here to to have much faith. You're in a coward. Mankind. So he gets there. And of course, the ne- the first thing we have is is Jacob playing, um, like rating the rating scale for these women, right? He's rating which one's hottest. So there's two daughters. There's Leah, mm-hmm. the elder. And there's Rachel. Was Leah, and the younger Leah is the old one, and she's kind of get she's about to push crazy cat lady status. Leah's eyes were and delicate. Are really you're gonna even say Leah different than I do? How would you pronounce it? I guess it is. Le- I said Leah, but you're right. It's definitely Leah. Leah. I don't know. I've only ever seen it. Read. I feel like. Um, it, Leah's definitely Leah's it. eyes so, were delicate, but Rachel was beautiful of form and appearance. So Leah's like that's probably like a nice thing to say about a thick girl, you know. It actually isn't. Let me break that down for you because this is this is personally offensive to okay. me. So when it says that they're delicate in the in my version it says weak. She has weak eyes. In your version, obviously, it says delicate. In other versions, it says tender. What that means is that she had blue eyes, and blue eyes while they give you. An outstanding ability to ingest alcohol right. without poisoning right. yourself, they're considered a blemish at that time. So they're saying, you're a dirty, blue-eyed bitch. Huh. And as a blue-eyed person, like, I get it. They've been really misogynistic this whole time, super racist against Egyptians. Right. Now I'm Now pissed. they're going after the Dutch. Now they're talking, <laughs> now they're talking about my blue-eyed people. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's I do know that blue-eyed people uh, have better night vision, though. I remember seeing that in Pearl Harbor. I don't remember the context, but I remember... Oh, no, wait. No, 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 no. I, uh, that's not Pearl Harbor at all. That's that one with Cuba Gooding Jr. where Robert De Niro is like a racist uh, diver. I don't know. Whatever. Let's forget that part. You remember that? Sure. It was about racism in the Navy and like divers. And uh, Oh, I know the one yeah, you're talking and about. Yeah, he's like, he's like yeah, I'm yeah. black and they wouldn't let me fight in Pearl Harbor because they said brown eyes are no good for night vision or some shit. Hmm. Racism's funny. Um, it is. Yeah. So, it's a little so, bit so that's what they mean is they were just like, oh, so Rachel was had a hot, sexy ass and a beautiful face, 
but Leah has blue eyes, so yeah, get guess her out of she'll here. die a fucking virgin. Um, so Jacob is living with Laban, and as is their t- um, Laban comes out pretty good. He's like, "Listen, bro, you're living with me. I gotta pay you something. You're not a slave, not like all these other slaves." Um, and I love the payment plan that he sets up. Instead of saying, "Yeah, you know, give me thirty shekels, 30 a, shekels week, a week," he's like. No, no, no. Let me work. I don't care how long it takes. I want to earn Rachel's hand in marriage, which is kind of adorable. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to work seven years, and then I'm going to get your youngest oof. daughter, which is... Who who determined that it would be seven years? Does it say? Um, actually, it states that Jacob comes with that. Jacob loved Rachel. Wow. This is Genesis 29, 18. Now, Jacob loved Rachel. So he said, I will serve you seven years for Rachel, your younger daughter. I'm guessing that was a standard. Seven and, years or some amount of because what a glutton for punishment. Uh, and then Laban says, It is better that I give her to you than that I should give her to another man. I mean, you know, stay with me. Like, like, oh, yeah, I mean, you're a family. Why would I give my daughter? Yeah, you're a first stranger, cousin, you know. Why would I give her to someone where we might get some genetic diversity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. why would we? God hates introduce, that. Uh, what we need is racial purity in our people, said Laban, exactly. Yeah. Habsburg style. <laughs> so, so he, so the agreement is set. Seven years starts right. This is Jacob's already. He's not an old man yet, but uh, damn, he's not a young so man. after he's seven already, years, I you're going to be old. He's certainly old and wise enough to dupe his brother and screw him over twice. You know, zoop. Yeah. So anyway, he he's commits to seven years of hard time. Right, working for his uncle slash soon to be father in law. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Everything's going swimming. Swimmingly, and it says the times flew by for him. Yeah, right? yeah, he's just. It says that he he's was so. He's just love. digging up that cow shit. He's fucking moving the pigs from A to B. You know, he's working the field, and he's just oh, he just looks at Rachel's countenance, you know, and then it's wonderful. And then Leah's dreary eyes. He goes, ooh, you know, fucking. So he now has hit the seven years. It's time to make the wedding happen. Uh. Laban's like, "Yep, you've done it." You stuck Jacob's it out. Jacob's like, I put in my I'm, time. I'm going to make you mine. He did. Does this not help you admire Jacob a little bit? Real I talk. Okay, so real talk, it's a little bit admirable, I guess, the idea. Because let's be clear, when uh, Abraham sent his servant to get Isaac a wife, there was no fucking working it off or doing a meal installment yeah. plan or whatever, you know, working the kitchen. Yeah. He just was like, hey, I'm rich. Give me your wife and the, give me your daughter. And they were like, all right, here you go, man. And it's also interesting that, well, the reason Jacob's there instead of a servant is because he's on the land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's, a, he's a felon. He's basically trying yeah. to escape. So he probably doesn't have... A he, real he Loki did, character. I mean, he doesn't have any wealth, I guess. All he had to mark his new town was a, a greased-up rock. So um, <laughs> it's not like... Yeah, he doesn't... He can't just be like, hey, here's a fucking bracelet. Here's a nose ring. Get in the car. You know. He, That's true. He so he has him, to start you know? from scratch. So, yeah. Uh, which is fair. I mean, he could have just taken her, I mean, you know, whatever, and just stabbed Laban in the chest and, you know, uh, done what I would have done, you know. But um, instead, he works seven years, and he's like, okay, it's time for me to get my fucking payment. Get that ass over here. And Laban's like, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm so pumped for you, bro. You're going to fucking tap that ass. Slap, 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 slap. Let's have a feast. Let's have a feast. Let's get fucked up. And what does old Laban do? Old sneaky Laban pulling... A tricky move on the trickster himself. Laban swaps the daughters. So let's face it. He's got crazy cat lady. She's just 
downward spiraling into something terrible because of his nasty blue eyes. Yeah. And he finally sees an opportunity to offload the shit to your daughter. It's a very uh, taming of the shrew. Cause, um, sure, I, I don't know yeah, it. Right? I mean, I know what it's about, but I haven't read it. Anyway, um, so he gives away... Here, here's the important people. So Jacob's drunk. He's passed out. He's like, time for me to fuck my wife. And Laban's like, and I'm so happy for you. So <laughs> Missy gave me some um, context here. She stated that there was like in one of her weird, I get, so there's the Bible and then there's uh, another book that the Jews wrote afterwards where it was like sort of like a concordance for the Bible. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, I'll look it up next time because I've been reading about it a bit that in, in the same way that you said like the Quran is like all poetry and then like there's another companion to it that's like kind of breaking it down to the actual story structure. Yeah, that's, that's more... The history. Yeah. yeah, so there's one for the Torah that Missy was reading that also sort of provides a little bit of depth to the story. So apparently, in her translation, it's not mentioned in the Bible at all, was that Rachel and Leah had these like weird signs that they would give to each other because they kind of knew that um, their dad was going to try to pull this shit. And then, <sighs> like, at, and they were like trying to signal each other, like, oh, so they could signal. Oh, they would signal Jacob thought that Laban was going to pull this shit. So he had Rachel give him a sign anytime it was her, you know, like under the veil or burqa or whatever. I don't know if they had those back then, but, um, you know. The, yeah, it does say that she's There's supposed to be a sign to say, hey, I'm the one, you're, you know, I'm Rachel. And that uh, feeling for her sister and feeling pity, Rachel taught Leah the sign so that. Dude, what's weird is I remember that yeah, story. Yeah, like so that when it finally came... Leo was like, hey, I'm Rachel. And he was like, all right, get naked, you know? Now, yeah. I don't know if I believe that. Like, I, I think that, I, I don't know if there was like an original larger text that then got drizzled down into this bullshit. But I feel like that also could more likely just be like a revisionist to try to like make it seem like there was consent or that like the sisters were of one mind on this shit instead of just being like angry catty bitches in the fact, you know? Like, yeah. like, oh, no, they were cool about it. Look, they gave each other a sign. There was all this secret bullshit. They were cool with it. You know, like, I don't know. But the rest of this story is them hating yeah, each so other. I so I don't yeah. believe so it. So that's, that's why, like, Missy was it. like, oh, so Rachel was, Rachel was like, I'll take one for the team this time. I, I don't. Uh, I mean, maybe it's, maybe that story happens later in the Bible. Who knows? Um, I don't know. So anyway, so Jacob, he's drunk. Leah gets brought to his bed instead of Rachel. Uh, don't know why, you know, Rachel's just like, okay. Um. And Laban gives his maid Zilpa to his daughter Leah as a gift. Like, by the way, I'm going to give Leah to Jacob, and then I'm going to give Zilpa to Leah. And it's like a fucking human centipede of gift giving. And my understanding is that whenever a father would give his daughters a, a servant from the house, it was that servant was always going to be independently reporting to the wife, right? Hmm. So Jacob has no sway over this servant it's like kind of sending a bodyguard with her if you huh. will so like this is Which your is slave and then... yeah this is your slave this is not he isn't this slave this lady isn't just added to like jacob's household stock of slaves it's yours yeah okay so i'm sitting a lannister with you to keep you safe okay exactly and so jacob you know wakes up and oh shit look who it be he sees those piercing blue eyes staring right back over. He's like, oh, Gross. yuck. Oh, I wish I could vomit, but I already did. Yeah. 
Um, <sighs> and so Jacob's rightfully pissed. Like, hey, this isn't the person I wanted to have sex with. You know, I wasn't given consent. Jacob cares very deeply about his own consent. And uh, he goes to Laban and is like, hey, Laban, what the fuck, man? I served you seven years so that I could get Rachel and you passed off your fucking shitty ass daughter. You know, the, the one I don't want, the one no one would want. He has such a cop out, too. He's like, oh, well, you know, it's custom here. You got to give away the oldest one. That's first. why I was referencing that. It's like, came to the shrew, if I'm not mistaken, that's a... it's it's very first in, first out. It's like he runs a restaurant, you know? Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen 10 that's, that's, Things I Hate About You? That's yeah. the same thing. He's like, oh, yeah, well, oh, okay, okay. my younger, hotter, sluttier daughter, I'd, I'd love to give her out, but I got to give out this old bitch one that no one wants. That's fair. So, you know, honestly, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I get it, too. I mean, yuck. Like, if you run a restaurant, and, or, uh, like a, a, a little cafe, and you got your sandwiches in the, in the little refrigerator mm-hmm. by the mm-hmm. cash mm-hmm. register... You got to put the old nasty sandwiches from yesterday up front. Make people buy those, because your other ones that you made today are going to be fresh for yeah, a while. That's exactly how women are. You're absolutely right, Grant. I agree with you. Um, Thank so, you. <laughs> so, so Laban goes, okay, listen. Yes, I know I kind of tricked you, but that's just how we do things, bro. Welcome to the jungle. Eat shit. You know <clears> that's what you're gonna get. But he's like, listen. So you're married now. You're in your honeymoon week. Enjoy it. You got one week. You got to hang out. And then when you're done with this week, I will give you Rachel too. You'll marry, you'll have two wives, and then you'll serve me an extra seven years sort of as a debt. Not a bad deal. Not a bad deal. Wait, wait, not another, not another seven. Oh, yeah, that is yeah. right. So Jacob fulfills so, his week. Ugh. He gets Rachel. Actually, that's a horrible yeah, deal. Yeah, so for 14 I years just, for two mind. wives. Uh, but he's got both of them. It's seven years and one week. He's got two wives now, and he's still working for his uncle for another seven years. Why don't you go work for my uncle at the factory? Or my dad, I guess. You know. This is the, hands down, this is the worst episode of The Bachelor ever. Yeah, so if you've ever met anyone named Leah, you know, that's what this. That's what their name is, means. You know what's yeah. up. Uh, Leah date-raped Blue, Jacob. Blue-eyed jerk. Blue-eyed date-rapey bitch. They're just doing what Uncle Lot did. With his kids. Yeah. So a lot of that going around. Now now the childbearing begins, right? So God looks at poor Leah, mm-hmm. who shouldn't be pitied at all, right? She went along with this whole damn thing. And he's like, Oh What is Leah's she's sin? Not is that she's loved. just not she's just not hot. I mean there's there's literally yeah. I mean this is what women are. Name a worse there's sin. There's no mention of her personality, you know. Name a worse sin than being ugly. Yeah. Or being <laughs> or being Aryan in your looks. She's got blue eyes. She's probably fair skin. He's like, yuck. Ugh. So Jacob actually loves Rachel. Obviously, she's hot. She's the one he wanted. She's the one that he worked for. Uh, I want to say Laban is just growing this divide by doing the whole swip swap. Yeah. So He probably could have tossed in Leah as like a consultation prize, and it would have been all fine. Yeah. Like, hey, I know you want Rachel. Great. Tell you what, I'll throw in my other daughter. Or... Don't you have a shitty older brother named Esau that could use some some uh, cousin yeah. ass? Esau's trying to do everything he can to impress his parents. What if he had a fourth wife? You know? They could have made everyone happy with no, Leah. So good. anyways, Leah's not loved, obviously. She's a second-tier wife right. for Jacob. And God looks down and is like, Aw, <laughs> poor, poor little ugly Leah. duckling. Oh, the, 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 uh, the pug of the sisters. <laughs> yeah, to put it, I mean, at least pugs are ugly cute yeah. i don't even know if she's yeah. that so he lets her kick out a baby and she does it first she has reuben 
and then Simeon, and then Levi. Kicks out three kids Yeah, in a so row. God favors... So here's how I interpret it. God sees Leah as unloved, and he's like, well, tell you what, I'm going to teach Rachel a lesson, because she deserves punishment. I'm going to close her womb. She's barren. And I'm going to make Leah just spit them out like a fucking seed shooter, you know? So... But here's the thing. Leah is mainly having kids. At least this is what my Bible says. Um, Leah conceived and bore a son, and she called him Reuben. For she said, the Lord has surely looked on my affliction. Now, therefore, my husband will love me. Because of the sandwich. Right? If there's one thing that's going to make a man happy, it's making him a nice fat pastrami on rye. Oh, my God. With some... This is you're gonna right, try that now. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, that's oh no. So the point is, is that Leah is like trying to gain her husband's affection by being like, "Look at how fertile my fucking womb is. I'm gonna shit out." So she has one kid. Like, oh, finally he's gonna love me. And women, I'll tell you this right now: this is never going to work. Never have a kid thinking that that's gonna make your husband love you. In fact, it probably worked the opposite. She has one kid. She's like, oh. No, no, no. Don't listen. To, I'm going to put in my advice. <laughs> if your relationship's on the rocks. Have a kid. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, probably do that. And 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 then just ruin that do kid. Do either or. Either if your relationship's on the rocks, either do or don't have a baby. That's the advice that you get from this podcast. Yeah, you can take that away. So, Leah. This, is, this has been family counseling yeah, yeah. hour. So, Leah has a kid. She's like, oh, certainly now my husband will love me. He doesn't. And then she's like, all right, I'm going to have a second kid. And she names him Simeon. I'm like, okay, all right, this time he's really going to love me. He doesn't. And then she conceived. Yeah, because he's a monkey. (laughs) And then she conceived again and bore another child. And she's like, now this time my husband will become attached to me because I have borne him three sons. Therefore, his name was Levi. Levi. And let's talk about Levi real quick. I'm going to hop in. So Reuben ends up being a pretty nice guy. I don't know anything about Simeon. Levi is the basically the father of all priests. So the descendants of Levi will be Israel's priests from here on out. Fun fact. And if you see someone named Levi or Cohen, right? Cohen, mm-hmm. the, it's a pretty common Jewish name. That's meant to be an indicator for a descendant of Levi, although there's a lot of gray area and whether or not any Jewish people are actually able to trace their lineage to one of these brothers. Mm. So, fun fact, that Levi is the priest boy. Yeah, I did not know that. Uh, so she has a, a third kid. She's like, okay, finally, he's really going to love me this time. And she has a kid named Levi. He still doesn't love her. So she conceives again and says, you know what? I'm just going to start worshiping God instead. And she named him Judah. And then she was made barren. And who does Judah end up uh, being the patriarch of? I have no idea. Jesus Christ. Does he really? One of Jesus's uh, pet names is the line of Judah because he is from that tribe. Huh. So I've I've that, never known track. nor cared about any of that. Okay. So Well, you're gonna read in the Bible now. You gotta care now. <laughs> you're right. Don't play well, all I'll get to it when I get aloof. to it. I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. So that's the end of Genesis twenty nine. Jacob gets screwed over, gets married off to two women, yuck, all the ass he can eat. What a chapter. Um, so yeah. he's now got his wife Leah, her maid Zilpa his wife now Rachel, and her maid Bilhah that were given. Yeah, it's a full house. house. He's got four women, two of which he's married to, two of which just sort of probably help them nag, you know? Like whenever, like, Rachel's like, did you clean the fucking recycling bin out? And then then all of a sudden another maid pops up and mine are like, yeah, it's been piled up for a week, you know? 
Yeah, and let's let's talk about Rachel now. Up to this point, she's just been the pretty one, right? right? We haven't really we don't really know her what her life anything. is like or what her personality is. Let it. It's time to dig into that because what's the first quote that she has in the Bible? None other than she realizes that Lee is having kids and she's not. So she goes to Jacob and says, "Give me children or I'll die." Yeah. Oh boy. So I I, I can't imagine. So I wonder. So Jacob. Prior to this, he's in exile because he was a real shit to his brother. And he's been living fat off the hog. He had his mom taking care of him. He's got all these riches, all these wealth. He's duping his brother. He's stealing birthrights. And then I feel like this is him getting his just desserts. Is that uh, he has just four shrieking banshees living with him. I don't know. You could say that or you could say he has four women that love him. And what and they make probably love to they them. probably synchronize their menstrual cycles and it's like a fucking blood hurricane in there. Well, that happens naturally. <laughs> so Rachel sees that her sister's popping out kids. She's all jealous. Why am I barren? She's like, Jacob, give me a fucking kid or I'll die. And so then she opens up the old family history book and says, Hmm, I like this well, thing Sarah on, did on. with Hagar. Genesis thirty two. I really wanted to get into this. Jacob's anger was aroused against Rachel. And he says, am I in the place of God who is withheld from you the fruit of your womb? So you can just tell there is trouble in this marriage. There is trouble in paradise. They I are guess. fighting. She's like, give me a kid. He's like, what do you want me to do? I'm fucking wife number one, left, right, and center. I'm fucking you too, but I, what, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I'm going to go to the bar. I'm going to go to the cheesecake factory. I'm going to get a drink. I'm going to think this over, you know? If you go to the Cheesecake Factory to get a drink, then you deserve everything bad that happens to you. <laughs> so, so she, like I said, she goes back into the old family trick book, and it's like, hey, Sarah gave away Hagar. Now, granted, it doesn't actually say that she thought about Sarah, but I'm assuming yeah, she did. She must have just known. She's like, I'm going to do maybe this. maybe it was just super calm. And so she, she looks over at Bilha and is like, ooh, I bet she's fertile, and says, hey, Jacob, stick your dick in this. How about it? When Sarah gave away Hagar, it wasn't so that Sarah could have a child. It was that Sarah was obsessed with Abraham's inheritance and didn't want it to go to Eliza of Damascus, their adopted kid. Whereas um, it seems like Rachel is like, here is my maid, Bilha, go into her, which is a fucking gross way to talk about it. I, yeah, Here I, is my maid. I don't know. Spooge inside her pussy, and then she will bear a child on my knees that I may have my children by her. So it's it's Sarah was like, listen, Abraham, I don't want you to have no children. Here's Hagar. Whereas Rachel's like, listen, I want a kid, so I want you to bang Bilhah so that I can raise that kid as my own. You know, it's very much a... Uh, and wh- wait, wait, wait. Is that the... Th- I've never seen it, but I feel like... Is that the plot to... Uh, the Handmaiden's Tale? Oh, yeah, basically. That's where they pull it from. Yeah. Um, but that's related to a whole range of like weird end-of-the-world uh, biological factors. Handmaid's but Tale. What, yeah. what, what really grosses me out about Rachel is not only does she do this. That's fine. Whatever. Right. You know, It's fine. It's great. Even. Uh, it's, your, it's your slave, right. you know. And so then she – okay, the first kid comes out named Dan, right? Great name. Mm-hmm. The second kid comes out named Naphtali. 
and what does Rachel say? So Bilhah has these two kids in a row, Dan and Naphtali, which would be Jacob's fifth and sixth sons, respectively. I don't know what I, I believe says, that they are sort of. There's like a uh, what do you call it? That these are not necessarily in order. That this is all happening simultaneously because this all takes place in the span of uh, seven years. But okay, I don't okay, care. But me. the point is, we're on number five right. and six as we're right. reading it. Calm down. But anyways, what I was getting to is that Rachel says after this. Uh, seventh or sixth son of his is born and she says i have had a great struggle with my sister and i have won <laughs> really? like she just pumped out four kids genesis 38 and then your maiden has two your slave has two and you think that you won yeah she's a real bitch on what on what but i mean what what possible scale is she yeah. using what kind of a curve is she grading on that she Mia had four children by natural thing and i just stole two babies out of this slave so, obviously, I'm the victor. It's a very, uh, and I also had the, the largest inauguration anyone's ever seen. <laughs> and and then this gets really fucking stupid, because Leah looks over and says, wait, I, I am not kicking out any more kids. Her slave's having kids. My slave needs to have kids so I can keep up with this ridiculous yeah, so competition. Yeah, so Leah sees that Rachel is uh, doing birth by proxy. He's like, oh, fuck. So, she's already two kids ahead, but she's like, hold on, hold on. She's catching up. Jacob, quickly. Have sex with my slave now. And Jacob, again, he's not fighting any of this. He's like, oh, yeah, all right, okay. Uh, this is one of my favorite quotes. So she gives Zilpa to Jacob, and Zilpa bears Jacob a son. And then Leah said, a troop comes. So she called his name Gad. How did Genesis 30, 11, what does your Bible translate that to? So in my Bible, it says, then Leah said, what good fortune? So she named him Gad. What are you talking oh, about? Mine says, and then Leah said, a troop comes. I assume she was like, yeah, we're building a fucking soccer team over here. I Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's, um, yeah, that's weird. Mine doesn't say anything about like a bunch of people coming. She just says, what good fortune? So if you're wondering, the score is now five to two. <laughs> yeah, this is becoming a blowout. <laughs> So Leah says, I am happy for the daughters will call me blessed. And then Leah's maid bears him another kid, another son that they named Asher. So. Which is the like choice name for millennial babies. Asher? Hmm. Right. Yeah. You the see that all over the place. Kid. You know, I was thinking about this. Uh, let's come back to this. So the score is now six. Well, really to the two. fourth slave kid. If you count the other yeah, slave. The score is now six to two. Four slave kids. At what point do we four, mercy rule this? Four, four slave, four slave bastards, to four uh, natural born children. Um, I was thinking about this. I saw this uh, on just neckbeard things, and it was like with all the trillions of dollars that the government spends on fighting pointless wars, they could have engineered cat girls for personal use, you know. <laughs> and I was like, that's fucking gross. But I have to imagine that slaves, if you own a person, especially in this time. If you own a person and their job is to clean your shit and work your fields, it seems like mm -hmm. there's no mention of their reproductive rights whatsoever. Like if if you own a person and you're like you're just sitting at home and you're 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 naturally a pervert, you know we all are. Uh, that's that's what God yeah. says. Um, and there's just a person there with a vagina, and you're like, oh, don't I own you? Like as a I, I paid fifty shekels of gold, right? Like yeah, I guess you did. Like oh, then you're for my personal use any way that I want it. This is a horrifying time. Like, there's, gross. it's fucking gross. I'm glad. Don't ever make cat girls. If they have to treat cat girls the way that Jacob treats Zilpa and poor uh, Bilza, <laughs> then I will not be happy. I mean, don't make them anyway. 
I don't like, even care. I, I would be the last this. person to be like, no cat girls because read the Bible. But I'm reading the Bible, and I don't think there should be cat girls. <laughs> if this is where it's going to go. <laughs> this, if science has gone too far. Because if, I, if, <sighs> if people treat cat girls the way Jacob treats his fucking uh, wives' slaves, then it's not going to be a good time for anybody. The, the moral implications are dire. If science does go that far, I hope they go one step further and just nuclear. <laughs> so annihilate. So this us. is a this next part of the Bible is fucking great. We're at Genesis thirty fourteen. The score is now. Can I read the going. story? The score is six to two. I love this story. Okay, so it's six to two, and Leah is like really wants to pull ahead because that's what you do when you're destroying someone. You don't. If you're a good coach. You don't stop because you have a good lead and put in your B squad. No, you finish them. You brought up them. the fucking score. So her son, Reuben, the firstborn of all of Jacob's kids, is out in the fields and finds some mandrake plants. You know, the ones that scream from Harry Potter. Yeah, you also make so, a, a hot booze out of them. Mandrakes, oh, hold on. Nice. All right, keep talking. Yeah, don't go into this, please. We're, this is not a botany class. So... He grabs these mandrakes and brings them back and gives them to Leah, obviously, because he's a mama's boy. And Rachel says to Leah, hey, uh, let me get some of uh, Reuben's mandrakes there that he picked up. And Leah, being kind of a bitch, says, wasn't it enough that you took away my husband? Let's not even, let's break that yeah, sentence yeah, down alone. Yeah, Leah's like, you stole Took away husband. your husband? You're the one that fucking did the old switcheroo, like now you're pissed off? Yeah, he waited seven years for Rachel. You stole him. Anyways. So she says, isn't it enough you stole my husband? You're going to take my mandrakes, You took too. my man, now you <laughs> want my a weird... fucking mandrakes, you bitch! Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> so <laughs> so Rachel says, all right, fine. Tonight, you can sleep with Jacob if you give me some mandrakes. Which, yeah, that actually so reasonable. I, See, I kind of like Rachel yeah, again. I, so I know That's we cool called Abraham the first pimp for trying to whore out his wife to the Pharaoh. <laughs> but this is really, this is the first time, this is the this is the first time. She's self-pimping. This is the first time in history that the cops would have enough evidence. They're like, oh, the transfer of goods and services for sex. Like, let's get him. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Rachel's doing the like Maggie Maggie Gyllenhaal thing in that, that new uh, HBO show, The Deuce, where she's like, I'm going to be my own pimp. Huh. You know? Oh, oh, she's Lady like, she's empowerment. Like, no, she's, no, 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 Leah's, Leah's the trick. Leah's the one that's like, oh, I'll, I want to, yeah, she's the one that I want to fuck it. Jacob. Here's some fucking mandrakes. Oh, actually, I guess you could say that in this instance, Rachel is pimping out yes, Jacob to yes, Leah. That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay. It's, I see what Rachel you're is pimping out her husband. Yeah. That's cool. And so I Jacob like. comes home from the field. His balls must swell, sm- smell fucking horrific. And Leah goes out to meet him. He's yeah. like, okay, you got to come into me tonight. God, it's such a gross book. You must come into me. Well, I mean, that's probably not how it, come on. That's what mine says. Genesis thirty fifteen. Leah went out to meet him and said, you must come into me, for I have surely hired you with my son's mandrakes. And he lay with her that night. Yeah. Which I like that he didn't, apparently he doesn't ask any questions. He's like, oh, oh yeah, the old oh, mandrake trade. you transferred trade. some mandrakes into our bank account? All right, let's, uh, all right, yeah. You want me to come into you tonight? Yeah, I told you uh, that there was a deal where my son gave some mandrakes to a woman. Like, all right, all right, yeah. I like it when, I love it whenever you're just at home and your children are trading the goods they found in the fields to decide which mom you're going to bang yeah, that yeah. night. I don't remember, yeah, that's a... Uh... This is like a, a scene right out of Leave It to Beaver. <laughs> old, uh, old Andy Griffith's show. There he is up the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, I found five bandrakes. Oh, shit, I'm going to get lucky tonight. 
<laughs> so for whatever reason, God sees Leah's weirdness, yeah. which I don't know. We'll say we'll put it aside as like cultural differences. Sure, this is normal. And God's like, yeah, she earned this one. Gives her and gets her pregnant kid. again. So the score is now yeah. seven to two. Leah with four mm-hmm. or five natural born children. And this is this is interesting. Thirty eighteen. God has given me my wages. Horrific way to talk about a child. Because I have given my maid to my husband, so she called his name Issachar. Which, yeah, that's a great background. Like, whenever people are like, oh, where'd you get that name? Then you have to tell that story. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, my older brother fucking gave our sister <laughs> wife a fucking mandrake. Um, and then, again, so Genesis thirty nineteen. then Leah conceived again and bore Jacob a sixth son. So, holy shit. Leah is just popping She's, them out. Yeah. Um. And it's really the and then Leah said, God has endowed me with a good endowment, Wink. Now my husband surely will dwell with me because I have borne him six sons, so she called his name Zebulun. So Leah's all fucking wrong. Like she like no matter yeah. how many kids she's gonna bear, Jacob, if I were there, I'd be like, Girl, you gotta start taking care of yourself. You can't you can't just keep blowing out your fucking O rig, popping out these kids. <laughs> That's not so right. that you can. This is bad women's anatomy. <laughs> so, so that you can make this guy happy, he ain't ever gonna love you. So she has Zebulun, who is the tenth child, yeah. right? And then bore another. Daughter. And then she also gives birth to a daughter, but we're not gonna ever yeah. talk about so her the again. Score still remains. Uh, was it seven to two? Where are we at? And then, and then I'm assuming God is like playing shuffleboard or something, and then he goes, "Oh crap, I forgot about Rachel." <laughs> Because it says it says then God remembered Rachel. I don't know yeah, how he forgot about her. The score is eight to two. Her, she's so ten yeah. children total. So he he remembers Rachel and he goes down and touches her womb, I guess, or whatever, yeah. and she gets pregnant uh-huh. again finally. And she says, "God has taken away my disgrace," which I guess, but God gave you your disgrace by making so Leah get knocked up all the There's time, no there's so. no moral background Anyways. to any of this. Like there's no it doesn't none of it makes sense. So she finally gives birth to who? Joseph, the big bad big Joseph. Joseph. So she, so Joseph that, is Rachel's firstborn actual son, which must have made those other two kids feel like horseshit. Yeah, slave yeah, babies. Like, oh, oh! I just thought I would kidnap them. I don't really need you guys anymore. I don't know how you knew this, but <laughs> so much in the same way that Rachel was Jacob's favorite, even though she wasn't his first mm-hmm. wife, because. But he, she was his chosen wife, right? So I kind of see Joseph as being to Rachel what Rachel is to mm-hmm. Jacob. And and that does play out this way. So finally she has a real baby and she says, and I'm going to have another one just for good measure because Jacob needs a, a clean dozen. Uh, there's no mention of that. What are you talking about? Yeah, she says uh, she named him Joseph and said, may the Lord add to me another oh. son. So she had 11 and she said, Let's have 12. Yeah, let's have 12. That'll be, uh, you know, we have almost enough to field it. We, we definitely are well past fielding a baseball team, but I'd kind of like them to be able to scrimmage in basketball and, you know, a soccer team. I want them to. I don't know anything about numbers of people that have to be on those teams, but I'll assume. Well, you're... I know that, okay, so a baseball team's nine people. So they've got enough for, like, a fucking relief pitcher, <laughs> enough for, like, a mascot. They got yeah, way yeah, too yeah. many kids. A bat boy. Yeah. Uh, and we're not counting Dina. So technically he has 13 kids because there's Dina. Yeah. But we're not counting Dina. Dina. Remember like that name, Dina. I, I have a feeling she's going to come up later. Um, 
so then she has Joseph, and she's like, all right, don't worry. We're going to have more kids. Jacob, what's going through Jacob's mind right now? What do you think? <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, this sucks. Got so many goddamn kids. I don't know. No, being fruitful back then was a good thing. So he's probably just like, each time he's like, Yee. he's like, bring on the famine. We're ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have plenty to eat. Children for days. So, so Joseph, he's tired. His electrolytes are drained. Gatorade wasn't invented back. Jacob. Then. Jacob. Jacob's tired. Jacob's tired. He's like, goddamn. Joseph is yet. Yeah, Joseph is a wee My baby. Hips. Ouch. Uh, so Rachel finally bears a real kid. And Jacob goes to Laban and is like, all right, I think I'm done here. I've done all I can. You've seen me pork your daughters and your daughter's slaves left, right, and center. I think we're good here, you hmm. know? And he goes, send me away that I may go and buy my own place. Like, Jacob's been working for Laban for, I think at this time, 14 years? No, no, 20 years. I, I, um, at this point, he's been working for Laban 20 years. And it's like... Not 14? Well, is it 14 or is it 20? I know it... I feel like it's... Uh, well, it's 7 7, right? He later specifically denotes it. I don't see it in this chat. Um, uh, well, so at this point, we'll assume 14. I'm almost positive it's 20. Yeah, but... He's at the he's at the end of that second seven-year span, which, again... He's been tricked. Total yeah, bullshit. So he's, so he's like, okay, 14 years. He's been working in for 14 years. He's like, all right, you know what? I've been working here for 14 years. It's time that I go start a business. I go into business for myself and my fucking 11 kids and four women. Two wives, two slave wives. What is there a better word than slave wife? What, what should we call these people? Concubine? I don't Concubine. know. But really, they're not even his slave wives. They're just his, like, baby holes. They're his wife's slaves. <laughs> the sla- yeah, they're his wives, slaves, slash his wives. They're his breeding holes. I don't know. Yeah, that's what they're good for. They're used mm-hmm. that way. That's as much as they care no about doubt. Uh, human beings. That's the only thing we hear about them is that they yeah. make babies. Just to be clear, this isn't us maligning the no, slaves. No, no, no. We are very pro-slaves, but... Um, pro Pro-slaves. Pro-slavery? We're not pro-slavery, oh. but we're for the slaves. Oh, okay, okay. Sla- yeah, I, 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 I have read this horrific book and the moral... It's like pro... We're not pro-war, but we support the yeah, troops. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You know. Okay. Uh, I just I just so, canned a joke that would have been terrible. <laughs> good, 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 good. Uh, thank you for not making me edit that out. Uh, uh, oh boy. So Jacob's been like, I've been here long enough. I've just been. I'm honestly running out. So uh, let me just take my wives, my children. I have served you. I've served you well. Obviously, you see what my dick can do. I'm going now. And now he's he wants to trick Laban back, I think, right? So Jacob's the trickster. We, we know that he's earlier. a piece he of shit. I mean, Laban also tricked him. Whoa, 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 whoa! He's a tricker. Uh, well, I, uh, uh, a so so it's okay when the snake does it, or no, it's okay when Jacob does it, but the snake is a deceitful trickster that we all hate. So the snake yeah. is an allegory so, for Satan, but Jacob tricking his brother—he's not. He isn't an allegory for Satan. I think we can agree that he wasn't. He's just a, tr- wait, a tricky snake. Right? Is it allegory or is it allegory? Allegory, allegorical, but allegory actually, oh. I think. But so so it's uh, it so matter. it's when when Jacob does it good, when the snake does it bad. Is that is that your Jacob standard? didn't 
Jacob didn't damn all of humanity when he did it, right? Let's talk about why and the outcomes. No, no, no. no. Let's let's talk about say, why oh, because obviously trick. God is a capricious shithead Ugh. at this point. Like he doesn't, you know, it's not like. Whoa. So 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 Jacob. Blasphemy. So Jacob tricks his brother, takes away his birthright and his inheritance and his blessing, and God's like, you know what? Just get out of here. Have a bunch of kids. You're good to go, bro. Uh, but when yeah. the snake tells Eve, no. What are you talking about? They told you that was poison. It's not poison. You're fine. God's like, I will curse you as the lowest of animals. Yeah, but now we we could, dude, we would all be in the Garden of Eden right now, chilling, naked. But that's not the things. snake's fault, and that's not Jacob's fault. They're both the. It's the snake's both fault. The, that's like saying that, like, um, that's like saying that two people uh, murdered somebody. They each murdered a person, but because one of them got the chair and one of them got a government pardon, that they're different. They're not different. They're both murderers. They're both thieves and deceitful, lying pieces of shit. The fact that one person Wrong. got cursed uh, humanity for all time and the other guy got to go bang four women and uh, uh, field a fucking softball team. No, you're being an I'd idiot. Be motive idiot. matters. Yeah, dude, motive matters. What do you mean? He was told to do it by his mom. All right, it wasn't even. His oh, so idea, he's just following orders. So we give him a pass. Oh my God! Yeah, he is. He is. It's so, different. So you, let's say. So so you, if someone's following orders, despite whatever horrors they may do to other people, you're cool with it's it. It's not a horror. Calm down. His brother wasn't supposed to be the chosen one. He supposed is. To be. He accepts it. That's that's what God Isaac said. wanted. That was Isaac's plan for his God children. Said. Isaac was oh wrong. God. Isaac's boring. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, I see your point. Okay, let's 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 get back on the same ground because I don't want us to have this between us. <laughs> I see your point that Jacob is a little a little sneaky yeah. boy, and I wouldn't have done it that way because I'm a good I'm a good guy. But it needed to get done, and God didn't really tell them how to do it, so they had to just weasel their way through it. Now no. Laban comes back and tricks him, which I think is kind of Jacob's getting payback. Right, that's his karma, yeah. so to speak. So Laban tricks Jacob. He gets screwed into having to work seven extra years to get the wife he wants. But Jacob also is like, do you know what? If I get the chance, I'm going to get Laban back a little bit. And that's what he does now. So now we're okay. Now we're back to where we're at. Okay. And he goes up to Laban with his idea about them splitting the flock. He's like, look, my payment can be that I get every speckled or spotted sheep and every dark colored lamb and every spotted or speckled well, hold on, goat. Hold on, back up, back right? up. So he wants Jacob asked to leave. Yeah. Laban says, please yes. stay. I have found favor in your eyes. And Jacob says, okay, I'll stay, but I want to change my wages. So that's the yeah, terms. He wants some sheep. Yes. So he wants to get some of these sheeps and goats. And so that's what he says. I get the little, like, imperfect ones. And Laban says, yeah, sure, you can have those. Uh, that'll, that'll make it easy to split them up. Yeah, so Jacob asks for all the speckled and spotted sheep. And all the brown lambs and the speckle and spotted goats. And he's like, these shall be my wages. And then Laban thinks he's going to be clever. And so he takes all the speckled and spotted ones and gives them to his boys to go hide them, right? From uh, Jacob, as far as I, I no, can No, no, wait, wait, say that again? Well, he gives them all to his sons. And then he rides out three days journey between himself and Jacob. Wait, wait, wait read that chat. Read, read what you're saying. Okay, so he says, all right, Laban says, I agree to the speckled thing. Let it be as you have said. And then that same day, he removed all the male goats that were streaked or spotted and all the speckled lambs, and he placed them in the care of his sons. And then he put a three-day journey between himself and Jacob. 
while Jacob continued to tend the rest of Laban's flock. Okay, so so Jacob. Jacob's like, listen, I want all the speckled sheep, and Laban's like, done. And then he's like, hey, everyone, go steal all the fucking uh, speckled sheep and take them out of here. Okay, yeah, I, I that's, didn't, that's I mean, I'm reading the New James, so sometimes I miss, like, I don't really understand what the fuck they're saying. So yeah, I, I, I thought that was sure Jacob taking here. the uh, speckled goats. No, it says his sons. Okay. I thought I thought Jacob was giving them to his sons. You're saying Laban because it doesn't it does it's so like Genesis thirty thirty five says so he removed that day the male goats that were speckled and all the female goats that were speckled and gave them to his sons and then put three days between himself and Jacob. So I didn't know that that meant Laban. Well, yeah, because it says it says that he did that, but the last name before that, just a few okay. words earlier, was Laban. So we have to assume that it's... So this is him. interesting. So Jacob takes himself rods of poplar, almond, chestnut trees, and peeled them into strips, and then gave them, put them in the watering troughs where his flocks came to drink. And the flocks conceived before the rods, and the flocks brought forth streaked, speckled, and spotted. So so Jacob goes, listen, I want all the spotted sheep. And uh, Laban's like, deal, John. All right, this will be your wages. And then he, in the night, sneaks and steals all the spotted uh, animals and then runs off with them like three days drive. Like, ha-ha, he's not going to travel three days. And Jacob's like, no, I got a plan. I'm going to give these sheep some fucking chestnut and almond branches and they'll make degenerate speckled goats. It's funny because that's what, uh, presumably that's what Jewish people believed made goats speckled, which can't be true. It's definitely right? not. <laughs> I mean, but uh, so I'm not sure what causes them speckled. I assume it's heterochromity in their coat, you know, kind of like a, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. Speckled it's just ge- genetic. So yes. you can have an all brown and an all white, and they can make a speckled. You can even have two whites, maybe, and have. The, I'm not exactly sure how the genes are, but anyway, the point is, is that you're not going to remove them in the same way that you can't remove like cystic fibrosis from a system, or you can't remove, uh, you know. Correct. It, it's maybe it's. Uh, it could be recessive genes. It you could know, pop recessive out, yeah. or whatever, but it's buried but, there. D- yeah. So, but he thinks that putting these sticks in front of their water and making them look at the sticks when they drink. Is what so, causes it. Just like so according clear. to the Bible, Jacob sees that he's been screwed over again, and is like, "Fuck it, all right, don't worry. I got some sticks. I'm gonna make my own speckled sheep. Eat shit, Laban." And he makes his own. Like so, Laban steals away all the sheep that Jacob had been promised. And Jacob's like, "You know what? Doesn't matter. I'm gonna take your sheep, Laban. I'm gonna make my own sheep." Oh wait, wait, wait. Okay, no, I'm reading more into this. This is getting weird. Okay, so he sets apart the young of the flock, made the rest face the streaked. Uh, Basically, he used it, I guess they were afraid of the branches. They wouldn't mate around the branches. So when there was weak ones around, he would have the branches out so they wouldn't mate. When there were strong ones around, he'd make the strong ones mate. Oh. So he's basically spe- just selecting speckled. for stronger animals. Yeah, so maybe that is a little scientific. It is weird. I, I don't know. So let me just let me just give you a taste of what Missy's concordance here states. This uh, Jacob's strange plan to produce sheep and cattle, which would be colored according to his request may have been viewed at the time as a sound procedure. It was not the reason, however, for the successful growth of Jacob's herd. God was responsible. So it kind of, even in the one instance where Jacob's using his brain and being crafty and like, oh, well, I'm going to actually find a way to make my flock stronger through selective breeding, through genetic enhancement. They're like, yeah, that's not, that's not, that's actually God, though. Evolution's not real. (laughs) 
that's not select. Selective braid doesn't work. Yeah. Um, but either way, the Bizarre. point is, is that Jacob, through craftiness, and despite getting screwed over, even though he's been dealt a bad hand by Laban and Laban fleed like a, a coward, uh, Jacob's like, you know what? I'm gonna figure my way out of there. He he eats a fucking Mentos. He's like, I got it, and he makes his flock strong regardless. Sure. So through by hook or by yeah. crook, he now. But has not the even by ones. hook by crook. He literally uh, forty uh, Genesis thirty four two. But when the flocks were feeble, he did not put them in. So the feebler were Laban's and the stronger Jacob. So he's legitimately just straight up. This is Mesopotamian era selective breeding. You know, he's taking stronger yeah. stock, making them make, taking the weaker stock, being like, "Fuck you, Laban. You can have these shit." You know. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, so now he's got the now he's got the good. And Jacob becomes fucking rich. Uh, and that's the that's it. That's uh Genesis thirty. That's chapter thirty. Do we want to get into thirty one? I don't I don't think so. I, I want to get back to Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I want to kill some fucking sheep. I just feel like once once we do a wrap up on this, we'll be at a pretty good length. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, so what are those chapters that we just read? Jacob finds a well, wife. Now we know, this is like Jacob's origin story. Yeah. Really, well, I guess is him tricking in for the birthright was the first origin story, but now we have his familial origin story, and this is really the origin story for all of the Jews because up to this point, so Abraham was the quote unquote original patriarch, mm-hmm. right? But he had kids that aren't Ishmael, kids. Ishmael and Ishmael, for instance, and other shitty kids, the ones he had with the concubines mm-hmm. later, and then Isaac had two kids at least, Jacob and Esau. So you're thinking, well, now everyone that's Abraham's descendant should be like the Jewish people. Well, no. And then like, well, maybe Isaac's descendants. Well, no, because Jacob is a Jew, but Esau presumably isn't. He becomes the Edomites, right? His people are the Edomites, which aren't Jewish. Yes. Now, finally, we have Jacob, and he's had his 12 kids. Those are the, well, he has 11 kids now. Spoiler alert, there's going to be a 12th, but it's, it's, it's prophesied here. That's the 12 tribes right. of Israel. So... All 12 of these kids and all of their descendants, everyone that comes forth from Jacob's uh, nutsack, shalt be a Jew. So there is something interesting kind of putting on equal footing, in a sense, Ishmael and Jacob. Ishmael is got 12 kids. Those become the 12 princes. And honestly, the, and not honestly, but uh, ostensibly the 12 uh tribes of arabia the arabs the, the islams the muslims the 12 uh-huh. tribes of the muslims the islam faith. i don't know just say as many different i don't fucking know I, I, but the, i think they call them the 12 <laughs> arab princes um who will be at constant war with the 12 uh what are these guys called the 12, dri- 12 tribes, of, tribes israel. of israel yeah but they're not a constant war. They're a constant war. It says that they're a constant war with just kind of everyone around them. I guess. I, which is I thought, a weird... I thought it was... I don't the know. context was is that these are like... These are the two halves of the same coin. In Our sense. antagonists. Maybe two halves of the same coin. They like are, you have... Yeah, it's interesting how they're kind of parallel. That you have all these other side branches. You have the Ammonites, the Moabites, the Edomites. Um, essentially split off from Abraham's line, but are not really yeah. important. They just, you know, one guy ate some red soup. You're the Edomites. Get fucked, you know? And then you had these other yeah. guys who fucked their dad. All right, you're the Abonites and you're the Moabites. But the, the, the keys are Ishmael and Jacob. That's sort of where both their lives almost. It's almost like two distinct and large groups of people use the same origin. Yeah. 
So, what is the point of this? Is this that Jacob was a piece of shit to his brother growing up, real asshole, and then he... I feel like Jacob, prior to these chapters, is like a fucking rich prick asshole who just walks in, hey, you guys, you gotta put those sheep up, you dicks. Oh, hey, I just fucked up my brother. Mommy, give me some chicken tenders. Mm. And then... You're you're extrapolating. No, I think that's a, lot, a fair I statement. Think. And then and you're putting it through you're putting it through like modern morality. I think I'm I'm putting mo- on to him what I think Isaac put on to him. That you've got one strapping son who like works the field and gets you that venison and then you have this other kid who just doesn't really make anything. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't provide anybody anything. You don't know that. He I lives think in a tent. He, well, he knows. He lives in a tent. He he, he hangs he out made, in a tent. He made stew. He made yeah, stew he for cooked. Esau. I think that's the whole point is that he doesn't do anything. He's worthless. He's very physically fit. We find out later. He's physically fit now and, because he's been working for 14 years and actually making something of himself. Uh, so do you, th- do you think that this is his redemption that's what arc I'm then? To say, is that he sucks. He's just a thief and a piece of shit. And then he gets sent away. And now he actually has to have to work for a living and he has to fucking make his life. He has to make his plans. He has to make sheep. He's been, he keeps getting, so I think that all the entitlement and all the sort of uh, preferential treatment that he'd been given from his mother and the way that he had to try to steal his way to the top becomes sort of, it gets taken from him. He gets cast out. He loses everything. And then he has to go now work for his uncle. And then even when he's like out, his uncle just keeps yeah, fucking yeah. him over. We all, yeah, we all heard down. the story. So here's my thought. Is when God tells Rachel, this is interesting when you want to talk about, uh, you know, freedom of choice, you know, freedom of uh, will, freedom of making decisions, predestination, whatever you want to say. When God told Rachel, or sorry, when God told Rebecca, hey, Rebecca, your kid is going to, your youngest, right? Which, I mean, air quotes, youngest, they're twins, but Mm -hmm. the second one out of the womb, he is going to be the leader of the older. Mm Mm-hmm. That causes her to eventually favor Jacob, causes her to help him trick Isaac into getting the birth, the uh, the blessing. So, but then by extension, her doing that causes him to have to run away and become a man. Mm. You know, work him, work the fields, uh, kick ass, take names, have a bunch of kids. Are you are, so, you are you trying to say it's like one of those like the path we take to avoid our fate? pushes on it kind of a thing yeah 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 it's a like, little bit of that going on like is he like and the God oracle from off, uh, the matrix he's like don't worry about that he face is. and she's like what face i'm like oh fuck yeah well god is yeah, yeah. absolutely okay. so do you think it's do you think it's more of a question of predestination and uh, god's mysterious ways well maybe god just knew that he was going to be a little dickhead and him being a dickhead <laughs> would get him in trouble and make him have to run around and become a good man is that the point? Is that he was a fucking shit, and that he grows as a result of it? Because I mean, there's no yeah, real maybe. mention of it. We 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 don't really know. There's no mention, period, of Jacob's thoughts on anything thus far. He is told what to do by his mother. We just kind of see him fuck over his brother. We hear what he says, but we don't know what he's thinking. We know well, what Esau thinks. Next week, we get to see a lot more of his character develop. Okay. Well, well, we don't. Um, we know what his character is in the aftermath, but we don't know. True. We don't know what Jacob was thinking. As Except to be pissed off that he was... Except that he was a kid, and his mom did push him into these things, and I don't know. It's hard to his, hold that against him His too mom much. pushes him to... Well, so first of all, it was Jacob's idea to fuck over Esau for his birthright. The first time. Yeah, that's true. Then but it was Rebecca's his, You know that his mom was planting that in him. Huh? 
his mom was planting these ideas in his head. I guess. I just see him as kind of a... Uh, who's that shitty, the, the Lannister prince in the first couple of seasons of Game of Thrones? The first couple the of... The kid? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Joffrey? Joffrey. I see him as a Joffrey type. You know, he's a spoiled, rich shithead who gets his mother's... He's like, not a sick creep, though. Joffrey was like a fucking I mean, pervert... I, I, Psychopath. You could say sick creep. I mean, yeah, psychopath, whatever. But certainly okay with screwing over his brother for a bowl of soup. There's no yes. getting around that. That's that's sick shit. That's like, oh, yeah. you thought my brother is literally on death's door. I wonder if I can use this for a negotiation leverage, you know. And inbreeding. And inbreeding. Um, there was and, inbreeding involved. And then he gets sent away, and then now he has to actually work for his life. And then he's still getting bossed around by women. Seems like a pretty weak character, at least as far as that concerned. Oh, women so tell far. me what to do. You keep hiding. But that's just because he's that's because he's been working for fourteen years straight. At that point, you didn't got a lot of fight left in you. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, oh god, I, I gotta go. I gotta go get some goats to fuck. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> he's doing enough fucking. I don't think that's his problem. That's what he knows best. That's all he knows. He's like, yeah, I got twelve kids. I got twelve hundred goats. This is what I do. Jacob the Jackhammer. <laughs> Gamers like rise it. up. This is what I do. <laughs> I'm uh I'm ex- I'm excited for his story to keep developing. I think that you're gonna start to like him more. Keep saying that, just keep your mind open. All I'm right? I'm open. This is me interpreting the Bible. Uh, I, I I liked Abimelech. I'm fine with Abimelech. I like Ishmael. You're open like the same way that a bear trap's open. Oh, like technically you look open, <laughs> but the moment something touches it, you're just gonna slam shut and break it. I, 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 so so thus far, what has Jacob done that's redeeming in your eyes? Uh, he got us. He, he tricked his brother. I don't know. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, okay. All right. So, so the problem is you. You're, you're, you're okay with no. He he worked. Fantasy. Okay. So he right. owned up. He ran away, which yeah. was cowardly. Mm-hmm. But he saw what he wanted. He worked hard for it. Right. He earned it. Mm-hmm. He got tricked. He kept working. He doesn't stop. He's mm-hmm. tenacious. Yeah, I guess that's a fair explanation of Jacob. He's a wrestler, so to speak. Why do you keep hint, hint. that haven't happened yet? Like, why, why the hint? We're gonna get to it. I know, but it's fun. You gotta play with them. You gotta tease the You're audience. Be like, what's he talking about? Oh, I got. Yeah, everyone's on week. pins and needles, and then the next week they'll find out because that's when we actually get to so, the heel catching. So wrap it up here. What is the moral of these few chapters we just read? If you do something wrong, if you and you gotta run away. <laughs> if you if, if if you get in trouble, flee, and then something better will come around the corner. You know, and you know what, love is worth spending seven years of hard labor for. How about that? Yeah. That's a good moral. Fourteen years. Fourteen years. Well, yeah, seven and then fourteen. He thought it was seven years. So I guess my point is, if Jacob had just, I, I think the moral of the story is, get away from your mother. Like that's all he needed. All he needed was to get away from his bitch mother, telling him how to live his life. And he made something of himself, you know? Move out of your yeah. parents' house. Listen to all you Kikamori sons of bitches. Just leave. Get out of there. Hey, Kikamori. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, just stop, you know? The chicken tendies, they're great. Uh, the fucking uh, getting your folds rubbed, great. But you, you got to make... Rise up. You got Rise up. Rise up. Leave your mother's house. Go out. Find a woman. Go to her dad. Say, what about seven years slave labor? And then I get your daughter. 
That's what the Bible's yeah. saying. He didn't he didn't leave on the best terms, but at least he left. Go and I work, think we should be proud of him. Go work at your uh, father-in-law's factory and just take that no, job. uncle. But anyways. Well, it's his father-in-law. Oh, yeah. Now. It is. Oh, yeah. It's both. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gross. Um, so right. one thing I wanted to just get into is that I was reading about the story a lot and the, uh, some of these other stories. And one of the de- uh, explanations for the Bible, one of the many explanations for the uh, the Genesis, is that when Moses finally comes down and starts laying down the laws and shit and starts writing out Leviticus and the other rules and everything, yeah, that the reason is that these are sort of horror stories in a sense against incest. Huh. Does that make sense? Like, I mean, I, I, I think it's going to come up, and I think I think there's sort of a, a an idea that a lot of this stuff is sort of an after the fact trying to justify an explanation for things that people are dealing with. Like, for instance, like trichinosis. Like, hey, don't eat pork. Don't eat pork. Don't eat pork. It contains parasites. It can hurt you. It can kill you. It can make you weak. Why not? Uh, God says that they're evil. Like, oh, okay, it's unclean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, answer done. Like, hey, why can't I fuck my cousin? All right. Well, if you just read the Bible here, uh, you can see that they'll try to make you fuck their slaves too. Like, oh, I would. So want that these that. are like, these are like apocryphal tales. Not apocryphal design, but uh, well, yeah, that's not because they're not means. necessarily true. They're oh, I guess uh, um, that they're made to sway you away from behaviors. Yeah, that these are sort of like cautionary tales yeah that's like uh isn't that what um that's like a jordan peterson thought yikes what that's like his whole take on the bible oh i don't know is that it's not literal but that it's don't ask me why i know that i'm not a i'm not a you know whatever like jordan peterson people fan? listen to jordan Pe- yeah i just happened to hear yeah. that in context so i think that, I had no idea that, he thought that. there's there's I some interesting there's some interesting value i think to that interpretation that it's these i think part of it is that you have to have a where you came from story right all people sort of have some version of religion Mm -hmm. that's based on this is why we exist and then you also some of them are more developed into the here's the rules we have here and they make up reasons why and maybe those reasons are more obscure or i don't know yeah i think that's an interesting point i think that we'll be able to talk about that more as we go too okay uh all right that's yeah, episode well, that was, seven. That's episode seven. We did it. Um, uh, we are now a little past halfway into Genesis, which is nice. Yeah, I'm on page fifty of the Bible. Let's let's how many how many is in this shit? Which do we gotta go? Uh, I'm only on page thirty three out of about fourteen hundred. So that's uh, some context for you. I, I, I'm gonna be uh, yeah. Uh, who knows? I, I've got a bunch here. It looks like eighteen hundred pages, but it's not exactly. I'll be excited to finish this garbage, but um, uh-huh. but there's definitely I, I'll tell you this. Reading it, it does kind of it is kind of an interesting sort of to dive into something that I don't know. It's interesting. I one of the I guess just to get like in the mindset of people who believe this kind of thing. Yeah, and like uh, imagining what it's like to like take this as like oh this is the spoken word of God and this is divine providence and, and angels were whispering in the ears of the people who wrote this stuff. I'm like, Oh, that's kind of interesting. I can't imagine what it's like to actually feel that way about this thus far, but there's all these little bits and pieces in the concordances that are like, I think are more in line with the mindset of it. You know, like it's constantly yeah. being like, Oh, and then uh, what's his face uh, had sex with Zilba. And like in the bottom, like this is why 
uh, polygamy is so evil and why we can't have it and God's providence. I'm like, it's weird that you took that tone from this. Like, that's what you got from this. I don't understand. Hmm. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll have you we'll have you turned into a Christian in no time flat. Yeah, this is gonna do it. Uh, what's that quote from uh, Mark Twain? The uh, the cure for Christianity is to read the Bible, something like that. No, oh. I mean I think every quote that's attributed to Mark Twain is probably made up. But yeah, that sounds like something he might say. Uh, anyway, uh, so we are done with chapter thirty. We'll start chapter thirty-one. That's what we'll pick up on episode eight next week. All right. And uh, if you don't follow us on Twitter, and you don't, I know you don't, we're at Irrevelations, and you can send us emails, suggestions at irrevelationspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>